0: It's the opix Podcast, baby, glad you tuned in, got your host,
1: thank me later, And you're stupid to win, might be coming up, session as soon as you begin, start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in, welcome to Offland. grab your opix man, on your way, and the door hits you with four grand, get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping, over to moving and shocking, I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in
2: Offix. Welcome, fellow Uplanders, to the Upland Properties Experts Roundtable Session 2. I am your co-host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, joined by Thank Me Later. Ah, you got stuff up and running. There we go. There it is. Yeah, we had a little delay, some technical difficulties. That's been happening to us the last couple of weeks, kind of starting late, slacking on our uh, loyal followers. The all six of you. Ah, There's more than that.
1: Oh. Yeah. No. Now there's four. You <laughs> <laughs> called them out, and they left. Yes. Oh goodness.
2: All right. Two so- of them filled in a comment card. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I'll turn it over to you. Thank me later, since uh, you run the round tables.
1: Yes. So uh, tonight we got a very exciting round table. Uh, we're going to discuss uh, two topics with our panel of experts. Also, if you're one of the Wow, up to seven people who are listening live who want to join the panel. Uh, ping me or somebody on one of the medias, and we'll get you an invite. We got a couple slots left if you want to give your opinion on a topic. The two topics are going to be one uh, block explorers, which I'm really excited about. Um, what's the economy of block explorers and uh, pricing? We actually have a, a couple uh, different uh, block explorers, we'll go through pricing. So we'll start with that. And then our second segment is going to be on treasure hunting. Tips, tricks, Q&A, um, why Dizzy can't seem to win them, uh, you know, those kind of things. So I guess before we get in, do, do, we should all introduce ourselves. we got some new people here. Want to just go around? Yeah, go for it. Go, uh, I can't even read your name. Sap.
3: Sap. Hey. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, I'm Saprith. I've been playing since uh, July uh, last year. Um, yeah, so I've been playing that ever since, and um, right now I think I'm an executive in the game. So um, I've, I've done some projects with Russell. I, I, I recognize Russell. I always see, I always land on Dizzy's properties, so I um, really learn a lot from, from this group. So I'm glad to be here, and hopefully I can shed some light on some stuff.
1: Cool. All right, Russell. Yeah, what's up?
0: Glad to be back. Second time on the show. I uh, had a lot of lot of fun. Uh, I've actually gotten a lot of compliments on how well that we did that show. So I'm I'm very thankful. Uh, I'll thank you later. That's for for sure. Uh, but uh, I'm Russ and I treasure hunt in San Francisco. And uh, after Spark Week, I'm
2: finally getting some rest. So I'm I'm ready to talk about <laughs> it.
1: Awesome.
2: How'd you end up on Dizzy? Spark Week? Hold on before you go to Dizzy. How'd you end oh. up on Spark Week?
0: You know, I took Sunday off, so I I still managed to walk out with 1.78 uh, Spark. So if if I would have treasure hunted on Sunday, I probably could have had over 2, but uh, uh you know,
1: I, not bad. Still not bad. A $1,000. Wow. That's, that's incredible. A spark. That was pretty good. Dizzy
4: yeah, dizzy. Here's my cat. Hey, cat. Um, been playing since November nice. of nineteen. Um, it feels like forever. Looking forward November to seeing. Uh, of nineteen. Wow. Yeah, looking forward to seeing TML and Too Stupid as well as uh, some other folks out in Vegas here next week. Super pumped about that. Vegas. And uh, yeah, I am not gonna treasure hunting. Probably don't have the patience. Like literally, I'll like open it up. It's like two and a half or three minutes away. I'm like ah, frickin' whatever. That's a long, that's, that's a long time to wait. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> so but glad to be back,
0: man. man and- while well, there's two minutes. I stretch. I do pull ups. I do chin ups. I do something. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome.
3: Yeah, I do something too. I, I treasure hunt out in Kansas City, and those stars are helpful.
5: Yeah. Uh, Boulder? I don't know yeah, if you're... yeah, yeah. I guess I'm Boulder, Magic, in Upland. And, and I, just, I don't treasure hunt much. I mean, I treasure map in Rutherford, but now it's too competitive. I guess before the last couple of Spark hunts, it was, like, kind of fun, but now it's, like, I click on it, and then it, like, is over right away. Because a couple was on my tail once, so that was always nice. And I guess I've been collecting block explodes on Wax NFT ones.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited to talk to you about that. Uh, so let's let's go ahead and oh, jump. Oh, in. I, I, I started Upland, I guess, in January of 2021. 21. Okay, so you're over a, a yeah, year. Yeah, a year almost and a half. Very nice. All right. So, topic one, uh, question one is: What do you feel are the most popular block explorers on the market right now, and why?
0: I definitely think that uh, the most that I've seen so far is the macaroni hearts. I've seen a lot of those in stores from the the recent Mother's Day. Uh, yeah. I I also think the the flower vase from from Mother's Day. Uh, but I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna say anything art related. So I think that you have like the paint brushes and you have like the easels and there's even like a canvas and stuff like that. I think that uh, that those draw a lot of attention.
3: Yeah. I think the Miles B Chain and then the Boombox is still coming in pretty strong. Uh, A lot of people like to advertise that, you know, use that as their main block explorer. So I I think those are very popular, um, you know, especially that they're very limited.
0: Yeah, for sure, you know, and also uh, Bakersfield Bruce, it kind of looks like a shark, so if, if you're... I mean,
1: it is a shark, what do you, the like art department... Uh... He kind of looks like a whale, I'm not going to lie, he kind of looks like a pudgy whale, is, is all uh, I'm saying, you know. <laughs> the, the art department's like, what do you mean it kind of looks like it's literally a shark? I mean, wow. you know, I, I've i seen sharks, and, and I've
0: never seen one wearing a hat, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well You've seen a whale wear a hat? You know, like, I'm not going to get into that, but yeah, for sure.
1: (laughs) You seem to love those chicks. Dude, I'm all about those chicks. Those chicks are so good. Um, And there's only 100 of each, so there can only be 100 complete sets, unlike some of the other uh, higher value ones. Um, is there? Do you think that there's a reason that a particular one? So I heard art. Who said the thing about art? I did. Art one. So tell me a little bit about that. Why do you think? like art block explorers, like is there a, like a certain collectability? Are people seeking those out?
0: I think art is very universal. I, I think, like, when you look at collections, there's some murals that, that are part of collections. I think that there's, like, painted ladies is another thing. So there's a lot of things to doing with, like, with art. But I also think that, like, whether it's a block explorer, it's in a collection, or it's just um, something art-related, I, I think it, it's more uh, well-known than maybe some of the other things,
1: too. Very cool. No, I didn't, I didn't really thought. I collect hearts. So anything that's like a heart, the macaroni hearts, I bought, I think I have a bunch of those. Um, and You like, got more than one? more Macaroni heart? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I probably have like 10. Did you buy them
0: on release day, or have you bought them through some of the the BE oh, stores? All
1: secondhand. All, all secondhand. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, because you can only buy one. I don't even think I got one on release day. Ah. Um, I think I got one of the mothers. Oh, maybe I got one hard on mother's day, but the rest I I bought secondhand and, um, all the other mother's day. I have a couple sets of the mother's day ones. Um, so do you think it's just like whatever the newest one is? Uh, do you think that there's going to be any that kind of hold their popularity? um, any
0: of the Genesis ones for sure are going to hold, you know, like the, the Genesis glasses, the Genesis light bikes, like like all of those, they're all going to, I mean, Gen- anything with the name Genesis in it, especially during Genesis week, is always going to do well,
1: you know? <laughs> yeah, Dizzy, were you rubbing your ring finger there, bro? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> so
0: the
1: new ones Dizzy are... Uh... The first, the first uh, like, number one ring, like the the top Genesis ring from the first Genesis week. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was
4: lucky enough to, uh, to nab that uh, collection. And I kind of, I usually just kept the, the Terraformer is my main block explorer, uh, kind of the transformer looking one. And, um, but yeah, Genesis week, I kind of been pulling out the rings and rotating them around and stuff. But, uh, I, I, <clears throat> what I'd add is I, I think the Terraformers are pretty cool. I know they got some new ones coming out. They look really, really sweet. They're really limited. Um, and I'm gonna kind of take the opposite on the art ones. I'm not a huge fan of like the palette or any of the, the art kind of ones. But I can see where they definitely have a place in the marketplace. Um, yeah. From like a collection standpoint, I knew it. I knew it probably was never going to be anything. But when Manhattan launched, I actually went after um, Banksy. So if anybody's familiar with Banksy, the artist, oh, basically kind yeah. of the hidden guy, yep. he hit he hits you know half dozen dozen spots in New York on a tour a couple of years ago. I own probably I think all but one or two of those. Uh, Places that he hit inside the game, so I knew it was probably going to be a collection. But again, from the art perspective and the collectability that Russell talked about, I thought those would be kind of cool pieces to hold on to.
0: I, I mean, like I don't have any of the block explorers that are art based. I don't have any of those. Uh, I, I definitely have one of the more rare collections that Thank Me Later pointed out on our last episode. But uh, I, I definitely think that you know, like when you're starting out and you like you don't want to have some maybe some of the common explorers. They want to venture out into whatever it is like the the, the paintbrush the easel all that kind of stuff it, it's very much one of those things that uh, that I think is very universally recognizable I also like the uh, the upland Gatorade ones those ones are kind of cool too really
1: man it's so interesting dude this is why I like having this stuff because Russell every time like I have a viewpoint, I feel like you picked the you're like, yeah. the opposite. like I'm like, you need a treasure hunting map. And you're like, dude, I got one property in SF <laughs> and I'll beat you every time. I'll beat you every time without a property. <laughs> and then you're like, dude, the art and the Gatorade. And I'm like, dude, I hate those. Like but like you make some really good points. I'm like, hey, maybe I need it, to be it's,
0: it, it's so different. Like, you know, it, it, the the way that I look at at block explorers is I look at the way that people hunt. So like when a treasure hunt is coming online, you know how it shows you the people that are hunting and it shows you their icons. So yeah. I'm always looking at those and like oh. the, the definitely the, the the Gatorade one stands out. I think uh, any of the gold aliens are pretty cool. And, and like I said, like, like you see Bruce, and especially if you see any of the, the red or the green Bruce or you see the, the one with, like, the necklace, those ones definitely stand out for sure, you know? Interesting.
1: Uh, so that's a good perspective on where you see the block explorer, so hunting. Uh, so real quick, we'll, we'll keep this one a quick one. What's one block explorer you would love to get your hands on? Too uh, Too Stupid.
2: Um, the awesome. one year anniversary of the Elpix podcast, there's only 25 Whoa. of them. Um, so yeah, I'll or, make you a
0: deal. I'll, I'll make it. I got 25
2: and <laughs> 25. I'll make you a good deal. Wait, wait,
1: no. If you're making a deal, you're making it with me. Joey would do that too.
0: <laughs> hey, it, it sounds like I, it sounds like you guys got out and bit each other now. So we got a bidding war, <laughs> which is exactly what Upland is all
2: about, baby. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd say yeah. that one. Oh, look at that.
1: Here we go has what's that he's got the number one mint to the bot uh the podcast so we got first mint and last mint okay i'll take the first mint you can have the last mint
2: i need I think that's <laughs> it. i'm searching for number two since i'm too stupid to win i, I need the two that's true i need man, the two.
1: i will uh Doss, come talk to me man uh we I, I need that i need that in my life uh, but, really, um, the, the the one that I want the most is uh, Sir Devil. It is a
0: director. It's like a devil face, and he's got like a a you know, it's probably a cigar or it looks like a cigarette, but then it's got like white puffs. So like like that one for
1: sure is is the one that I want. Interesting. What about I really, want that,
3: so? uh, I really want that Genesis uh, ring that's coming out. <laughs> ones that are coming out, those things are yeah. beautiful, man. I just honestly like I know on the last topic we were talking about. Um, I, I really think the intricate art that the block explorers can get done with, like some some art is so well done. And like I think the rings look great. I mean they're they're really a hot item. Um, and same with like the NFT wizards. I feel like that is kind of alongside. It, it just looks great. But yeah, I think I think that not only is it it's so valuable that there's just a limited amount of them. It's also like great bragging rights to have that show that you're in from the beginning.
1: Yeah, no, I, I like that. It was just crazy because the original Genesis rings sat out there for a while. Like right now you have to like get into a queue yeah. to hope that you can have a chance to buy them. We sat there for hours. Like, um, do we drop this money? It was like
2: it was only like two and a half hours from the time they went on sale to the time they sold out.
1: Wow! I mean, wow. you say only, but like, and, and there were less than five. There were only
2: less than five thousand people playing at the time. I mean, I think there were. Yeah, there were less than five thousand people playing at the time. They dropped them like six a.m. Eastern, so ha- half up. upland wasn't even awake yet. It was.
1: Yet. It was like the middle of the night. Yeah, <laughs> it was the craziest thing. Uh, what Boulder? What about you? Is there a block explorer you would love to have?
2: I think. He said he'd be um, up there. I don't know if
5: a block explorer. I want to have exactly
2: it. I guess there's so many
5: of them that I like. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, yeah. So I heard, uh, it was a, were you the one, one of the directors, like somebody else's director's block explorer? Yeah, Sir what, Devil. What are your feelings on people selling their custom director's uh, block explorers?
0: You know, I think that we're going to see a lot more of it now. So I don't uh, if you're part of the Upland Me Facebook group, which you should be, um, but there's like a lot of people that post theirs and somebody posted it's like a popcorn box. But it's all spark, like it's popcorn chicken oh, yeah. spark or something. So I think that we're gonna start seeing a lot more spark being blended into <laughs> the BEs and Intel. You know, like more cars and stuff come out. But I think that we're gonna see a lot more BEs, especially with like a director name. Um, but I also see people selling their bid too. So like I haven't submitted my personal block explorer but there you know there are people that are saying like hey give me x amount of dollars and then i will submit your artwork design and then they'll create it for it'll say my name but then i'll give it to you so i mean that i definitely think that there is a market for that as well and
1: you're okay with that
0: I mean, I'm not going to do it. I'm still trying to come up with something clever. But, I mean, there's some people that just they don't care about their block explorer and they see it as a way to make money in the game. And so, you know, like, I guess it, it at the end of the day, like, it really doesn't matter. Like, if I, if I got Sir Devil's block explorer and put it up, it would say Sir Devil on it. But, I mean, it'd still be my block explorer. So, you know, like... It, you don't really see the name unless you go dig through the profile or anything. I mean,
1: you click on, you're like, Oh, what's this block Explorer? Oh, director blank name. Okay. Uh, I'm curious, uh, sap dizzy. Yeah,
3: no, I, I can go on that. Um, just kind of like what you just said there, TML, the fact that if you click on it and then you kind of just see whose block Explorer it is, that's the only thing that I don't like. That's kind of janky about it. Um, I kind of wish that that wasn't part of it. But, um, I mean, on the other hand, though, people, if they don't care about that, there, there could be a market for it. Uh, there are very creative people out there that can make very interesting explorers. I mean, especially the idea that you can do, like, a spark, um, like an homage to, to Spark. Uh, you do something kind of fun with that. I mean, that, that does make it a, a cool uh, block explorer. And, I mean, as long as it's something cool and unique, I think anything has a price. I mean, anybody will pay for anything. So it just depends on how cool it is to that person.
0: The fact that it's actually Spark too, like it, it's not like a knockoff of like yeah. the S or anything like that. It's like the actual Spark artwork. That's so cool,
1: yeah. Dizzy. What are your thoughts?
0: <laughs>
4: I, I think it's kind of again. I like I like the uniqueness of some of them, especially some of the newer ones. I think they've come a long way from the old TML turtle and the Dizzy's uh, French Bulldog and stuff. But, um, Dude, Frenchie is adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of on the same thing. I just, um, I, had, I had a really actually, it was a pretty decent block explorers. was a one-on-one director. I was offered it for a 25 of 25, uh, the referee from the football one here recently. Oh, yeah. And I sat on it for a few days. And just, I finally declined it. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm just not a huge fan of the director of block explorers.
1: Uh, I think that this is going to be an interesting divide. Uh, too stupid. I'll get your, your opinion here before I state mine.
2: Um, with, with the director's block explorers, I, why would you sell it? That's you. Uh, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I was surprised mine got approved. Honestly, you know, I was shocked and you thought I was some super huge weirdo. And I'm like, dude, check out what I submitted and they approved. But, <laughs> and now you're one of my best buds ever. So, but yeah, <laughs> like that's don't judge a
1: book by its who vomit cover
2: <laughs> that's um that's who you are in the game and that's how you are it so I, I don't understand the people that want to sell the block explorers because that's you so i, I don't get it but hey people have a price for yeah. everything so it's a clear
1: it's a clear delineation i think mm-hmm. between the new players and the older players most of the older players Um, that I've talked to that were in like the first half of 2020 Um, like when the, when that feature kind of got released, I I think there's a certain amount of like, again, like you said, it's you, like people, you should create one that represents you something that you like, something that's about you Uh, you know, whether it's disease, you know, homage to, to the dog or whatever the hell two stupids is. Uh, But it's like, it's, it's your persona it's made for you. So I actually hate it. I I do not like it. I really wish that they, I mean, obviously they're not going to turn off that feature now, but like, I don't think you should be able to sell it. And now, especially since they've really become lax on licensing, which is a whole different issue. Um, like it's, it's absolute nonsense that people are making them strictly for profit. I hate it. I don't own anybody else's directors. Um, I don't think – is I own, I don't know, probably 200 block explorers now, and I just have no desire to put one of those uh, directors in my portfolio. It's just
0: – According to UPX land, there's like uh, – I brought up the, the meta ventures, and then I went to all explorers, and then in the search I put in director – and there's 40 director block explorers that, that are available. And, and some of them are, are pretty cool. Uh, most of them uh, are, are just like whatever it meant to them at the time. So some, like some of them don't make sense, but uh, <laughs> the, the, there's 40. I'll tell you the one that just I didn't understand, and, and that was the gravy boat. Have you seen that one? It's like, yeah, well, what about it? It's like a turkey leg with like a gravy boat. I mean, why is that your block explorer? I get the turkey head. I love the turkey head. I, I, it's and
1: Thanksgiving. It's a Thanksgiving themed block explorer. It's weird though. You know what I mean? Like,
0: like the candy heart, I understand. The macaroni heart for your mom. Like I get it. You can't put a, I, a gravy
1: heart. You know that would be delicious, but
0: you could have did a gravy heart. That would have been for sure. But like that one, still to this day, was just so
1: random to me. That is pretty random. The Actually, the turkey hat was on, okay because it was like a it was like
0: a turkey on your head with like yeah. the two bones sticking out, or like the the turkey with the pilgrim hat. That's my yeah. block explorer. That one was really cool. But then there's just like a turkey getting gravy poured on it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, that's fair uh all right let's see what we got here okay so now we got some fun we'll do um so we kind of been talking about this throughout but what are some of the the biggest factors you feel influence the price of a block explorer
0: i mean i'm just going to come out and say i think some of these explorers are way too much money like I've seen some of these and I am just like I know you paid 20 bucks for that or you know you were given that little uh the, the the second one with the the little emoji with the heart like I know you were given it and you're trying to sell it for like 400 and, uh 430,000 dollars or you know you're trying to sell it for like $200 I mean like that some of those are just ridiculous, you know? Like yeah, I, those aren't going to sell,
1: though. Like, those don't sell.
0: But I don't see the price dropping either, you know what I mean? At like, even still, 130,000 epics for for some of these, I'm just... That's like a whole month of treasure hunting for me sometimes, and I'm not going to go drop it on a Block Explorer,
1: that's for sure. You Interesting. know? Okay. So it's more about where you're going to put your funds. Uh, I'm, yeah, so we'll go through... Let's let's start. Here. So, somebody in the audience wants to so know what's a good price for a run of the mill. So, what do you think? Like the baseline price is? like what's the cheapest you've ever seen uh, Block Explorers go for? What do you think? Like the floor in general of Block Explorers is.
6: Hmm.
1: I mean, so it sounds like you can probably pull it up on on uh, the Optics Land. Is that what you're doing?
0: Yeah. So I was actually just looking at this so okay,
1: without like, cheating. I mean, go ahead and pull that up. But sure. anybody else, like, where do you feel like uh, that that floor is? Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. Yeah, 000? I was
3: thinking twenty thousand for something just kind of basic.
1: Yeah, I think 20,000. If I saw Block Explorer for 20,000, I'd probably be scooping it up. Uh, I definitely see a lot of them. uh, The newer ones, 25,000, 30,000. Like uh, the Mother's Day ones, I would say are right around there, like 25,000, 30,000. Dang. I don't know if I can see my notes.
3: I think the ones that are there's a high amount of them to mint. I think those should probably be around 20 to 30. It depends on just, like, how cool they are, how interesting it is to people in general. I mean, the really cool thing that you can take away on the Block Explorer is, is that they do fit for anybody. Because one cool thing about Upland is, like, yeah, there's probably, you know, there's just a whole bunch of different people playing this game in different age groups. So, you know, you might get, like, that retired, you know, lady that's 60 years old, and she might really like the Mother's Day flowers, you know? She might... She might really want to go for that and actually pay for that. So I I think there's a lot of variety. Um, When I first saw some of these, I thought, like, that's just not anything interesting to me. But I still would buy them because I could see that they have a value
0: for somebody else. So so the macaroni heart is $20.50 USD is is the cheapest one in usd and then the macaroni heart is the cheapest one for upx which is twenty nine thousand four hundred upx
1: why is everyone hating on the macaroni heart <laughs> Dude, I don't, you got, I got a lot, lot of macaroni man.
0: man i i don't think they're hating on it but i definitely think that 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 is you know I, like i said i i think a lot of people are just trying to buy these and flip them and and so like that's still not a bad little profit you know
1: yeah. Well, it's interesting, though, because all three, the vase, the heart, and the painting, have the same number of mints. Yeah. So it's always interesting to me when the they start to diverge in, in price. I think the chicks are the same way, except there's only 100 of each. And now, do you feel like there's a difference? So, for instance, the Mother's Day ones, which obviously have a lot more mints, but they were bought at the shop versus the chicks... Who were earned through competitions? Do do you feel like there's any like additional value there? Is one better than the other?
3: Absolutely, I I would say. Sorry, (laughs) I didn't mean. Go ahead, go ahead. Thanks, Russell. No, I would just say real quick. I mean, the ones that you have to earn, it takes a lot more work to earn those. So, and you have to. I I mean, there's a value to that because you actually win that that particular one. They're not necessarily easy to get. So, yeah, I would say that that is a huge difference in costs. I I would think two X, three X just in the rarity and how they're actually acquired.
0: Like I'm hoping so. Like now that we know that block explorers are going to have some driving traits or or they're going to have some traits when cars are here and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that the ones that you've had to earn will have better traits than the ones that you can just buy through the store, but only time will tell, you know? Like
1: Well no, they've already they've Upland's already said straight out all block explorers will have the same capacity for traits. They will all start at zero and level up. There will but but I'm
0: hoping that, like, the, the chick comes, like, you know, you buy you bought the, the macaroni heart, uh, and, like, let's say that that has, you know, that, that gives you, like, a 20 in turning, and I'm hoping the chick's default is, like, a sixteen in turning or something no, no, like that, no, you know? No, there's,
1: no, there's no default. Yeah, I saw that. We'll get to the, the KJC question here. So there's, like, I want to I make sure, like, it's very clear. They've been very clear on this. There's no default traits. You're essentially going to be, like, level zero at all of your skills, and then you have to level up the skills.
0: Oh, you have to build them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh. you have to, so, like, the more you use a chick to drive a truck, the more its truck skills go up. And the more you drag race it, the more its drag race skill will go up. And then you can take them to uh, a training academy and level them up that way. Um,
0: Interesting.
1: And, yeah, which, again, okay. is going to create a whole new economy because you have essentially virgin, untrained block explorers, so there's going to be collectors who don't want any skills on them, and then you're going to have a whole market of people buying um, you know, those basic ones and then going and leveling them up for racing teams and people who don't want to spend that time or effort to level them to then be able to have a way to essentially make... Uh, profit. I uh, mean, I'm I'm
0: just a little disappointed in that because like when when they were giving away the helmets, I was hoping like the helmet would just come like have a little bit better of a trader. Like, why would I go stake my spark on it just to get the helmet? You know, like well, like, because it's
1: really cool and very uh, valuable, regardless of its uh, actual attributes. I mean, uh, you know that that particular one, much like the Detroit Trader. So I put the traders up here. Um, because
0: I, I traded one of my properties for the Detroit trader. Cause I really thought engine was going to come with like a little bit more trait than everything else. And now I kind of wish I had that property back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, well, we can remember. talk after depending on what property it is. I, if I have a similar one, I will happily take it off your hands because again, to me, even though like the traits, they're all going to be the same, but you'll be at a level and it'll be different. Yeah. Uh, So let's see here. We can ask the panel. What do you guys feel would be a fair price for a Mint 1 of 15 of an import card BE? Oh, uh, Boulder, are you back? Yeah, I'm back. All right. So Boulder, (laughs) you're the only player I know that is actively engaged in. So for those who don't know, there was a promotion, a cross-promotion between Upland and uh, Blockchain Heroes. There was a card set. Go check it out. You'll see a lot of your favorite uplanders in it. <laughs> Me and Too Stupid. Um, and uh, Dizzy, you're in it, aren't you? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they came out with, like, uh, these these uh, Block Explorer cards. So you buy them on WAX, you import them in, and then you unlock a Block Explorer. Uh, so that's what they're talking about. It's the Bad Crypto Podcast Block Explorer. What are you seeing the prices on those, uh, Boulder? Have you sold any or have you bought any? What's your...
6: So
5: I, I guess the one key point is it's not any of the ones on Wax. It's only the mythic – it's only select few of the mythic ones. So, like, only some of the mythics they block explorer included. So, like, when people were first talking about it, I went and bought a bunch of mythics and then later realized they didn't actually have block explorers. Because like oh. it's like, I can't buy a mythic, thank me later. Like, what, because... like the yellow card, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a mythic, thank me later. I'm like, oh, cool, can I get your turtle out of it? Had the thing. But they're like, no, no, it doesn't no. No. It's only, like, the non-player-based, like, Yeah. Lock, so there's the whole lock, set of them. Thing. type of thing. But, yeah. I mean, they've been pretty much sold out on the Wax. There's a few left. They're, like, $300, $400. I mean, I've been buying them at, like, two hundred, up to $200. So i some of them 250 I guess depends on the price of Wax at the time.
1: Wow. Wow, that's... I mean, those are... That means from... That's the most... Like, among the more valuable ones, then. That's been pretty consistent,
4: too. They were selling, I think, at launch closer to $300 to $400, to be honest. But, you know, that was higher than two. Uh, Big Nick has, I think, almost every one of them in the game, too. Because if you look at the backs of the cards, it'll talk about how, you know, this block explorer is going to help build the city, or this block explorer is going to speed up your whatever. And he kind of had the thought process that maybe if you had, again, that Block Explorer with kind of that clue on the back that maybe it would help with a build or help with something else in the game, yeah. um, It doesn't. I don't think Upland's going to go that way or, you know, Blockchain Heroes is going to go that way, but um, that was kind of his process behind it, I think. And he's got, I know he's got quite a few of them, too.
5: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was, like, one that's, I think, car-related or something, truck-related, maybe something like that. That is like, I know what they said. They said that there was, like, no utility for driving ones, but it was, like, kind of curious about the ones that have different abilities, or like one that flies, or something, or like teleports, or something. Like, if
1: you- yeah, I think it would be very tricky and hard for them to introduce unique functionality to existing block explorers without really upsetting people. I think it would it would be too much of a disruption uh, to the block explorer economy, and you know, it would be. I just can imagine all of the people coming out of the woodwork. Um, I mean, imagine you sell your Block Explorer two days before that announcement and then find it out. You'd feel very upset. So uh, I don't suspect that they'll ever introduce anything where there's a distinct advantage retroactively. That's not to say that they don't maybe make special ones moving forward. Um, I could definitely see them also, you know, adding in more. I hope I hope that they continue to add in attributes like they're going to do with the driving skills. So when the mines come out, the spark mines, like that would be cool if there was, you know, mining credentials and stuff like that that you could level up, um, you know, some more RPG elements for sure uh, would be good. I
2: was actually but surprised. Yeah, so as far as selling the- Go ahead, Boulder. Selling the
5: block explosion game. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So I bought like exploding Game for, like, UPX or, like, USD, it seems like. I listed a few, I guess, around when the weekend opened. Uh-huh. 800,000 or 500,000 UPX, and they didn't really sell type of thing. Did any of them sell? I mean, I guess I was, like, yeah. I haven't tried to list any myself. So before, like, having another person list them and then, like, asking them to edit the price down, which is kind of a hassle for them or a hassle for me type of thing. Yeah. So, like, I think I got one of them down to maybe 550 Just maybe was maybe someone who has one for four fifty. And it's like being able to track what sold, since that's what I've been trying to figure out, like asking them, like, Have you sold any of these? Do you have any type of thing? I mean, yeah. they are one of 15s, so
1: they are like rare, but then less people know what they are. It's yeah, so I, I would say, I mean, th- that's where it's that's a really good point, right? So, in in answer to your question, UV is it's probably worth in the 400 to $500 range, in all honesty, being a mint one of 15. Uh, the Bad Crypto Podcast, I guess if you found somebody who was a Bad Crypto Podcast fan and also an Upland player like that, that would be a niche market. It's the it's that user education piece and, and helping them understand how rare that, that particular blog explorer is and how that translates into value. Um, and again, just displaying it at a store, you know, again, it's hard to convey um, that uniqueness, so...
4: Yeah. There was something, too, to, to the actual character that was on there. So I'm just looking at a few of them. Like Genesis was one of the popular characters just because um, oh, I, I can't remember the, the, the character behind it. But, oh, uh, yeah. again, basically kind of thinking that was Satoshi Yakimoto. Um, and then I think Maximum was uh, – was that Bill McAfee? I, I, I can't think remember. So. Metallica is another one. Basically, Metallic Buterin – oh, no, Renegade was the, uh, McAfee. the McAfee one. And then – Uh, The last one I was thinking of, the wizard, Um, like the blue wizard, was again kind of someone that was on the show supposedly before, and um, supposedly kind of has the inside scoop on crypto and stuff. But
2: yeah, Yeah. and I I was actually surprised just looking now on Atomic (laughs) Hub and seeing only twenty-five listed, the lowest number one mints listed for um, fifteen thousand wax. So that was surprising. But
1: now keep in mind that the the mint number of the card is not the mint number of the Explorer. Right. Because because when you turn in the card, so that means he turned in the first or they, they turned in the first or they, uh, or they bought it right secondhand. I I don't know. Um, But that's, that's like you were the first one to turn that card in. That's right. So, Yeah. So, which is interesting. As but I well. mean, just
2: a few months ago, they were they were still going for about two. You could get one for as cheap as two hundred bucks, and and there were like a couple pages. So I'm shocked that there's so few left, and the floor has gone so far up on them to you know the cheapest one being three fifty or um just over twenty five hundred wax, twenty six hundred wax. Gotcha. I
5: mean, wax the chasing price like a, a bunch were listed for like a thousand wax which was, like, wax was 50 cents, oh. then it was $500. When oh, wax yeah. I
1: the the card does actually correspond to the mint number. Oh, nope. well, thank
5: you, UV. That's, that's good to know because I was like, that's kind of disappointing if I, like, spent extra to buy a mint number one wax card and it isn't the mint number one block that's full inside.
1: Cool. Okay, well, hey. The you, more you know. <laughs> Man, See, this is exactly why I love roundtables and interacting with the community because, you know, people have so much, there's so much information in Upland um, to consume. Uh, like, apparently there's some, like, Wordle Twitter thing going on where they're, like, trying to guess a word. I have no idea what's happening that Upland's doing it. And they, like, launched a letter, like, during the power hour, and uh, people went nuts. But Interesting.
0: The, they launched the letter R, and then there's the letter E. So far, so
1: yeah, I have no idea what that's about. Go so check I, out Upland <laughs> Twitter to find out.
0: I think it's going to say "Ready." Yeah.
1: Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: I, I think those wax ones will have value. It's just um, hopefully, if the if Uplands keeps becoming more popular, I think that will make the value of those a lot a, a lot more enticing. Um, I've seen them. I, I have uh, crypto, and I. I dabble with Wax, so I periodically check it myself. So um, we haven't really heard much from from them. You know, they had the announcement about the wallets being able to connect with those particular Wax NFTs, but right. Um, you know, I, I was kind of hoping to hear a little bit more about it because, like, right. people have invested in these things, and we're holding value because of maybe how rare it is. But I, I would like to kind of hear what the next step is for that because they. You know, it, it it seemed like there was more that was going off the meta venture. So I'm hoping to hear more about that in the future. Yeah.
1: Snags yeah, yeah. Card pack. packs. Jeez.
5: Yeah, I think I had I think I had close to 500 packs. Wow. To be honest. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like when wax hit 10 cents, that's when I would have dropped it and picked up like all the black exposure, a thousand wax or up to like two thousand wax even. Since yeah. then, it was oh, like, right. $500,000, they were, like, wow. I've got to, some
4: old Excel sheets of, like, I think I had, like, upwards of, like, 30, 40 of the base sets. I mean, just, I think I had, well, I think too, too stupid in TML, I hit you guys both up. I had over 100 year block explorers. Like, hey, do you want 100 of them quick? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had 100 yeah, T. Davis them. ones, and I ended up burning a lot of them and stuff. But uh, anyway.
1: Yeah, one block explorer. Yeah. Uh, uh, umbrella boy. Yeah, it's going sky- to be flooded. I think it's going to skyrocket I think it's going to scare because there's going to be so many people who don't have block explorers who need them, who then realize that they need to put together teams, and they want cool ones. Like, dude, these chicks, I want a chicks racing team. Like, they're so angry. Why did they make these cute little chicks (laughs) angry? I have no idea. The Angry Birds racing team, that's awesome. (laughs) That's brilliant. (laughs) They look like they're ready to go. Got to get the turkey in there. Oh, there you go! Uh,
3: foul foul be-
1: racing—that's what you got to be. Foul, foul racing. racing. <laughs> oh man, dude, yes, yes. Let's make that happen. All right. Any other final thoughts on block explorers before we switch topics to uh, treasure hunting?
4: I might throw one out there real quick. Actually, it's kind of neat. You guys are talking. I think uh, TML you had asked again. Will the competition ones maybe be highly more sought after, or will uh, you know non-competition ones? And I think I'm with the rest of the panel here. I think those ones, like I look at the Detroit one there, the LA one there, you know, I don't have them, wish I did kind of a thing. Hmm. But interestingly enough, if you compare it to the hobby world, um, and I'll use the example of like the Nationals, the the National Sports Card Convention, every year, every year, it's, or every other year it's in Chicago, every other year then it's somewhere else, like uh, New Jersey or, you know, wherever else I'm in. Cleveland is another popular spot for it. Um, but in any case, what I'm getting at there is they give away National Convention exclusive cards might be numbered out of ten, numbered out of twenty-five, numbered out of a hundred. Right. If you took the same exact card, to that same player, kind of the same genre, same subset, everything else, but you took it out of the mainstream product, typically speaking, the mainstream product is going to be worth a lot more than the one at the national. Even though you had to be at the national to get that one, it's harder to kind of harder to get. But it's also kind of also kind of looking at the print run of everything there. Because basically if you're at the national, it was all kind of a short print run versus kind of this massive you're looking at the mass product it's hard to get something number about 25 if there's you know many more people out there um so everybody can compete in these competitions and stuff but i think you're also going to there's going to be some i think aspect to that part of were you like one of the first 100 to be able to get in line and get it um which makes it a lot tougher because it's kind of out of your hands versus the competition where to some extent it's in your hands and in your in your destiny and things like that right um i don't know if it's gonna get that, uh, that complex or that cute with an upland. But I remember going to the up, the national and thinking like, Oh, these are so, you know, they're rare. They're low numbered, whatever. Go back to eBay to sell them. And Oh, there's not much demand for them just because people again really like that mainstream kind of product.
2: I I can see, I can see the block explorers. Once it starts racing, turning into the next treasure hunting hustle, you're going to have somebody that comes in with five bucks or whatever, and then just grinds out developing block explorer racers and just keep flipping them for money.
6: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think that'll be the first real, true, like grind that isn't like a competitive grind. It's just a personal grind um, that will help uh, drive the economy. Um, but yeah, that's a really interesting perspective, Dizzy. Because you're right. At the number of people that are trying to get those limited ones, you see how quick they go. Um, I would almost imagine there's probably more people trying to buy them than more people are competing. Um, because I sign up for every single one of the pre-sales, but like, I don't even compete with the chicks. I just let other people win and then I just buy them from them. But those, you know, the pre-sales ones, they'll sell for an immediate, you know, X multiplier. Um, and so you have a lot of people just trying to get them and flip them. Um, and then I feel like the, the winning ones. Yeah. That's interesting.
4: Yeah. And so everybody's going to have their own thing too. Like some people like said, like football, some people don't care about football, um, I personally don't own that stadium one that's uh, from the Los Angeles release, but sure would love to have one. But, again, you're going to have people, again, on both sides of that where they're like, yeah, I really don't care about it, but yet you did kind of have to stake the spark. You kind of had to have luck of the draw if you got one or not, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah.
0: I was early on all of those, and I still didn't even get picked. <laughs> oh, dude, I was like, congratulations.
4: You have 8,000 people in front of you, you know, and in 28 days you'll have a chance. So,
1: <laughs> Right.
3: You, you know, I do yeah. think the, the city traders are going to do really well. Um, especially when more people are, are being aware of what Upland is, if it really does, again, take off. But, um, you know, there's going to be people that, like, we're minting a lot of properties right now where maybe somebody that doesn't know about Upland is going to join and then be like, oh, man, I, I really want to have LA. I really want to have some of these properties. And I, I think the secondary market will go up when more people are aware of Upland. Um, and I think, really, these these trading properties, like, they're so cool that, or sorry, not properties, the Block explorers, Um you know the LA one, the Detroit is really cool looking. There's gonna be a lot of value because some people are, you know, gonna be buying properties to their actual location. And they're gonna they're gonna find more value in that, um, as opposed to you know some of like the bigger variety ones that we have. Like, um, in my opinion, like the art ones or uh, like the Thanksgiving ones. Like, I, I feel like those are have their own value in their own way but I do feel like some of these ones that are really well done that are, like, very hard to acquire, I think there are going to be plenty of people that will want it. Yeah.
0: I, I'm, yeah. I'm just calling it now that the, the Vegas trader is going to be the, the, the welcome to fabulous Las Vegas. It's going oh, to be, be that, that sign for sure. You, you, like Ooh. I'm just calling it now. But like, that trader, that one's going to be one of those ones because it's going to be Vegas-related, yeah. and I'm definitely going to buy that for sure. Like, I don't compete in the trader, but... You know, like with Nevada being my home state and stuff, I'm definitely going to want to have to have that. But I definitely think that you're going to have people that L.A. is their hometown or Detroit is their hometown, and so they're going to want those. So they're always going to, because it specifically says Detroit versus, you know, like like the I love the Miles B-Chain. And you know, love love everybody like that as well. But like that doesn't say my city name where I'm from, and I think there's a lot of pride with people in the game mm-hmm. so far. So I, I definitely think the city ones are, are definitely going
1: to do well. Interesting. Yeah. Ah, that's a good that's a good thought. A good point, man. Yeah. Got to get some uh, light in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I really <laughs> like that discussion. I'm sure we'll talk about. Block explorers again on a future roundtable. Cool. If you have questions or block explorers you would like, uh, you know, our, our panel or whoever to to price out, feel free to hit us up on any of our social media. We're everywhere now. Tick one dollar, Bob.
5: <laughs> one dollar, <laughs> uh,
1: uh, and uh, yeah, we'll do our best to kind of let you know where we think the market is. Again, not financial advice. Uh, just you know, talking good, good old fun block explorers. So, topic two, uh, treasure hunting. This has been an absolutely hot topic uh, the past couple weeks and several of our shows. Uh, Russell kind of turned, at least for me, I'll speak for me, turned the game upside down. Like, I cannot tell you, like, listening to you talk about how you treasure hunt made me go, man, I don't even know about, I don't even know what treasure hunting is anymore. (laughs) Like, because there was just such a way. To do it, that everyone kind of had their prescription, and there was like a little bit variance, um, but you know, yeah. So anyway, if I you appreciate didn't watch, it. If you did I, not watch I, Russell's I, interview, go back and watch it. If you were interested in black explorer, if you're interested in treasure hunting at all, go watch it. You will. Thank me later. There you go. And the card Come is uh, for the people. All
2: right. for the people not watching it live, the card is up there now, so you can go ahead and click that link, and it will take you right to that episode.
0: Oh
1: dang!
0: Yeah, you, but, you, you and then yeah, in, yeah, in that episode, there's links to my YouTube videos. So if you if you're wanting to learn how to hunt my way, I've got a two hour video that goes detailed about how to hunt. So, <laughs> but between the UPX podcast upx podcast maybe between that and my
1: stuff it's definitely worth watching that's for sure uh, all right so Russell, you changed is, my life
3: with your treasure honey
1: change my life that's the quote of the show right there
0: What's I, I i hit, so i don't want to brag or anything but i i have heard quite a, a, a few people that have said hey listen didn't know what i was doing didn't know how to do this or I was, you know, constantly losing money. But now, like, you know, it's not losing money if I'm getting spark or doing this. So definitely had a lot of people thank thank me for sure. And, and not thank me later. Thank me in real time. Real time. Oh, I mean, real that's going to be my new name. Thank me in real time. <laughs> Too bad I make
3: me now is taken.
1: Yeah. yeah, I know. I saw that. Uh, <laughs> all right. So what do you think the key is? To winning a treasure hunt, what do you think? Like, just, just what? I know Russell, you got a whole, a whole backlog. But... I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll go last. Let's let everybody okay. go through, <laughs> and, and then
0: I'll tell you what mine is.
1: sap what do you think? So you, you got some tips and tricks. You, you change your life. What's yeah. what do you think the key is? Well, there's a couple of uh, things that are
3: that are helpful. I mean, I, I watched Russell's podcast uh, or his YouTube a while back, and one thing that he was uh, mentioning is like that little like. Uh, pawn sign or the rook, I don't know, that little sign where you can find your explorer, that is really really helpful. Uh, That helps you. It saves time. Sometimes you can even catch a send before you're actually sending your explorer over. Um, So I I do some treasure hunting myself and I I, I do fairly well. Um, I got about 11 spark and I probably earned about maybe five or six spark just treasure hunting. Uh, I'm out in Kansas city. So another thing that's maybe also kind of helpful for people is if you're getting smoked at, uh, you know, LA or if you're getting destroyed in San Francisco and you're just losing, you know, you're just losing heart and you're just like, man, this is so frustrating. You know, maybe consider trying to treasure hunt somewhere else. Um, maybe a city is a little better for you. Maybe the way that the city is mapped is more helpful for you. Um, there, there's a lot of, of ways that you can treasure hunt. And, um, I think it's really important because like I, I kind of found a place, Kansas city is not that bad of a place. It's a tier four. So you're not going to get the crazy rewards that, you know, Russell, you know, he got what? 1.7 spark. That's incredible.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. During spark week. Yes, sir.
3: Props to you, sir. Uh, you know, Kansas city, that, that was one of my <laughs> lowest
0: spark weeks, by the way. Wow. Oh my gosh.
3: Yeah. So I, I got like 0. 0.5. All right. I mean, that's nothing close. That's to what great got.
0: though. That's, that's still <laughs> phenomenal.
3: Thank you, uh, but it was four days of treasure hunting. Um, but but the fact is, I'm not going against like 50 or 60 people. Um, I'm probably a good treasure hunter. I, I don't think I'm probably as skilled as Russell, but uh, I have success in where I'm at, and I'm content because my my send fees are low. Um, I've also been able to build a lot of uh, properties. I have a lot of properties because I chose a tier two city, so um, I have like 200 properties in Kansas City, and and um, I can move around and do the sends. Uh, so I kind of do a hybrid of what Russell recommends. Um, I, I am starting to just kind of randomly select the place and not necessarily land on my area, but I do use my, my locations still dominant like predominantly I still use them a lot. right. Um, but when I'm close to somewhere, I won't, choose, I won't choose my property anymore. I'll just take a random uh, guess at, and, and I'm pretty good at gauging it. So um, that really helped me out. so I appreciate that, Russell.:
0: You're welcome.
1: Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, I realized that my slides had the wrong topic on them, and that's embarrassing because I made a video and put it on Instagram and everything. Stop. Stop so good. whatever. So we're just going to uh, end. Geez. And we got uh, uh, Zebra, Zebra SV joining us. Nice. What uh, up? Coming Hello. out of the shadows of the YouTubes.
6: Uh, welcome. Yeah. Uh, hi, um, been following the podcast for a while, and I'm interested in the treasure hunting scene. Uh, been hunting a lot, enough time. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: what What do you think the key to winning a treasure hunt? That was some great, great piece of stuff, by the way. Thank you for sharing that, uh, Zibra. What do you think one of the keys to to being a good treasure hunter or winning a treasure hunt is? Uh,
6: well, uh, it depends. Uh, I'm. One of the main points that Russell did, um, the podcast that he was featured, was starting from a specific location, like starting from the same point over and over and over again, gives you a really great idea on the arrows and on the distances that you need to cover. Um, It's really incredible that he does it without uh, having any properties. To be honest, in uh, the whole city, because I usually tend to use at least the first jump on one of mine, even though I already have like marked uh, whatever, like uh, it's uh, three to 10 kilometers arrow, for example. Uh, and I already know like at what property I'm jumping. But if he does it like on the spot, yeah, it's very helpful.
1: Very cool. Uh, Dizzy, what is your, what's your help <laughs> in, in, uh, what do you think the key is? What key are you missing, uh, to win these treasure hunts? Oh, I'd say probably just participation, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I mean, that is a key. You know what? And all joking aside, you can't win if you don't participate and you can't. You have to participate regularly. It cannot be periodically, or you're going to struggle. So that's actually you're,
0: you're going to struggle if you're only competing once a day, or you know stuff like that for sure. No, uh, yeah. and,
1: and also like I think it was about two three
4: months ago. I was little little feather ruffled with some of the uh, treasure hunting during Spark Week, and one of it was kind of the player rotation again. It was like every three hours, twenty four seven, the same dozen or so, and um i know some players have kind of talked about it and junjin came on probably the nicest guy in upland you could possibly ever meet um seriously just awesome awesome dude and he kind of showed or talked about some of his skills and we saw russell do the same thing um so i'm not as not as biased on that or not as miffed about that as i maybe just again trying to limit it how much someone can win during
0: the spark week just maybe more people can win Again, I just... also agree with that point too I, I think there should be a limit for all of those
1: all right all yeah right, right, you guys are getting you guys are you're skipping yeah. you guys are like oh, okay you Stick to it. all right sorry no, no. all right so wait so let me address what dizzy is my next question I, I did just for you because I knew you were joining today wait can I say what what I think my the the key is oh yeah oh yeah sorry Russell yeah
0: <laughs> yes D- dizzy did you want to finish your point no I um,
1: done
4: no basically like i've I've kind of do what you guys do i I hop there, I kind of zoom in quick um, I have success on some of them, but just I don't yeah the spark week ones I'm
0: just toast so
1: all right russell give us give us
0: the golden nugget so uh, this is what I haven't said, and I think that practicing in 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 the time before is is what really is helpful so when when you see that timer going down and you've got three minutes like I will specifically send like I'll hit the the treasure so it, it tells me like all treasures have been claimed so now I've got the treasure activated and then I'll send to my property so what I'm doing is two things is I'm getting my phone to load Uh, like, where I might be sending my explorer. So my thought is, is, like, I'm building my cache. So if I see, like, where the arrow is pointing down, I'm going to send close to maybe one of my properties, or I'm going to send somewhere, and hopefully, like, my phone has already built that part of the map, so it takes less time to render. So I definitely think that, um, and not only that, but sometimes when like if if you use a notification bot or you're part of the meta maps and and it notifies you you know like you've got 3 minutes like i noticed like my game is really slow until i start sending around and then i get it back to the actual speed that i want it to be and like all sometimes i'll completely close the app and i'll reopen it four times and i'm i'm looking for a specific speed like when i send to a property so i'll send I'll click it. I'll hit the treasure piece. I'll zoom in and I'll click the next property. And, like, you know, I'm looking to see how quick the little message comes up that says, you know, uh, one hint hidden or it says all things have been hidden. But I think practicing even before, because if you're going into it cold turkey, you know, like you can participate in all of them you want, but I've already you know, like sent to 50 different properties. I My muscle memory, my hands are already ready to go as far as that goes. So I think that is a huge key, which is take the three, four, five minutes that you're waiting around. Instead of twiddling your thumbs, start sending to your properties and, and you know, maybe build the cash, do something like that.
1: Okay. There you go. I've got tons of secrets, babies. <laughs> dude, I, I, we might just, yeah, you know what? We, we should do, uh, we'll just do like a mini segment. It'll be like Russell's tip of the week. And you just come on you'll be like, dude, you got to play early. You got to, you got to warm that up. Bye. Like, <laughs> cash. Got to go. <laughs> um, no, that's awesome. That's, again, like this is uh, incredibly insightful stuff. Uh, So, Dizzy, this one's for you. Anybody can answer it, but I I, I added this specifically for you. What percent of hunters do you think use bots or other automated tools? Wow. Fun question. Fun
6: question. Really?
4: I'm just kidding.
6: Uh, My number is going to be higher than you think. (laughs) Uh, How how do you define uh, augmented tools in that case? How do you define, sorry, what? The tools that you use. Because uh, you could argue that having the timer, like the meta Master, uh, that the whole thing with the message that tells you a pressure will be popping up in the next three minutes. Mm-hmm. That could be argued as a tool for assistance or
1: um so Upland has actually spoken on this uh, directly, and they said those the timers and stuff like that, which are informational, which help like just inform you that it's upcoming. Um, are not against TOS. Um, It doesn't give you any distinct advantage while hunting. It just allows you to know that a hunt is happening. Um, So they've actually come out very clearly and stated that those type of uh, APIs and usage of the APIs for that, uh, for informational purposes, is uh, not considered a, an advantage or cheat in any way. Um, so those are kind of openly accepted by the community, and um, they're very easy to get now. Like, they're everywhere. Like, you just ping somebody. If you don't have access to one of the servers that has it, like, tons of servers have it now. It's not It's not even a secret at all. Like, that's just standard. If you want to hunt, you, you need to do that, so that way you get the notifications. Um, but... Yeah, so I would say anything that helps you, like anything that uses multiple accounts, anything that automates sending, anything that plays your character, anything that gives you unfair advantage while hunting, is kind of where I would say that's the bot slash uh, you know tools. So so dizzy. What what's your number? What's your percent? Um, well, I said
4: it, it sounds like there's probably a better guess for those that are hanging out in Discord. It seems like there's some murmur again, something checking the API or maybe there's some new accounts that have been flagged or basically thrown in Alcatraz for... One this
1: week. I got one thrown in this week, or, baby. I saw that. I, but, I meant to add that to the slide. Yeah, I I honestly,
4: I have not looked into it or know why they're even thrown there or what the backstory is, so I'm I'm probably going to give you the best guess. I'm, I'm guessing some people that know how to use the API, but as far as any other bots or anything, I I honestly have no idea.
1: I don't so, know. What's your gut feeling? Like, when you're like, oh, these... Treasure hunters. These are eighty percent cheaters. Yeah, there's like one or two good ones like Russell and June June, but the rest of you you're all cheaters. Nah, really I, maybe single digits. Single, single digits.
0: Probably
4: single digits. Yeah. I,
0: okay. I'm in double. I, I think fifteen percent. Fifteen percent. So so and and what I'm, what I think is, is, uh, so I check smaller cities, I check Fresno, I check Staten Island and you can definitely see that, uh, there are people that are winning during their cooldown And so I definitely think what they're doing is they have another profile that never wins and they can go and hunt and then they can get next to the property where that arrow is just like going like this. And then on their other tab, they go over and send to that property, and they win. So I, I think because of that, I think that's how I get into the the, the mid teens. Wow! So wait,
3: I never you, would
4: have thought that. Even oh.
3: are you saying the same person gets two treasure chests around the same time when it shows up on the tracker?
0: I'm saying that if if you multiple accounts, uh, it, yeah, it, yeah. I, two different say- major names? I'm saying that it's the same username that wins the treasure. It's always going to be Russell Envy, but they have Saprith as another profile, and so you never win with the other one, And uh-huh. but, you, but because that way it's always in contention. It's always able to see the arrows, or it's always able like, if it's a stealth hunt, then it's still, if it gets close enough to the stealth, then it will show you the arrows, and then you can still get to a point to where you're not going to win, but that arrow is pointing. And then all, like, especially at midnight or at 2 a.m. in Fresno when there's just no competition, you could send to an entire row and not have any competition, and then you know, you can go and win Spark that way. So I definitely think that now that Ooh. Spark is in like a limited box and stuff like that, I definitely think that there are people that do uh, – not definitely. I've seen people that
1: are doing that for sure. You know? Interesting. Interesting. So yeah, that's yeah. not really like bots or automation. That's just like multi accounting at its like most generic. Because yeah. that sounds like, honestly, that sounds exhausting.
6: It's it like a lot
1: of work. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that they deserve to win because they're still cheating, but like, you're not using a bot to win. You're like, you're still doing the work. You're doing twice as much work to get around the cooldown to win. So it's just like, eh.
3: Yeah, I, I kind of think it's, like, multiple accounts, personally. Yeah, I don't know so much about botting. I, I, don't, I don't know how that would really work in Upland, but I'm sure there's a way to cheat. Um, but I, I do think that there are, like, two to three accounts that are maybe the same player, and they just get their cooldown, and then they jump on something else, and they go for it. I think they're probably, like, good players, but, um, again, I think it's, like, multiple accounts. Um, I'm not really so sure on botting. Like, I don't know. I can't even think of a way that that would really work. I mean... I mean, maybe you have multiple tabs open and, and you're on different
1: properties, but I don't know if Upland will even let you do that. And then I'm not, I'm not it sure. It would be multiple accounts. So I think the way like I would si- I could see it working would be somehow you have multiple accounts where, again, you're sending to your own properties or a set of properties, and then somehow it's like taking the meta information on the arrows. But I don't know that you can extract that from the browser and then consolidating it in and going like hey here's a good answer.
0: I, well well especially with a rare when like a rare treasure that's going to be found in 35 seconds like you know that that'd be not only a lot of processing speed but then you got to switch tabs or you know like be on your phone or whatever. I mean mm-hmm. like a lot of that kind of gets ruled out for me just because of how quick that it is somebody that wins but that's why I think that there's just definitely multi counters for sure be, because of that. Okay, that's fair. Cool. And so while you guys are answering this, oh, dude, there's a rare San Francisco and there is a exclusive San Francisco happening right now. So if I'm not answering, that's why. <laughs> oh, I, thought, I thought you were going to be clean today, Russell. What's that? I thought, I thought you were going to be clean on the spark. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time.
1: Uh, all right, uh, the last question here. Is if you could make one change to the current treasure hunting system, what would it be and why? I
0: got a really good one, so I'll, I'll go last. Uh, <laughs> By the way, he means after he
1: tries to win this this treasure.
0: Give but, me two. <laughs> give me two minutes and fifteen seconds, and four minutes and fifteen seconds.
6: <laughs> you, you know, I mean, I guess I can go. Um, I would. Well, sorry. I would personally change cooldowns. Uh, cooldowns, I think, is uh, one of the main ones uh, because the three-hour cooldown, you tend to have the problem of having the same people winning over and over and over again. If you go with a bigger cooldown, it gives more time for people, uh, you know, to get into the competitive uh, pressure hunting. And so I would advocate for like a six to eight-hour cooldown instead of the three-hour cooldown that we have.
0: That's rough, man. That's right. I mean, if you win a, if you only hunt rares, then, you know, you're waiting four to six hours anyways. So, it, it, like, it, like I, I could understand having a cooldown or, or, you know, longer, but I, I don't think that solves anything. I just think that brings out more multi-counters. Mm-hmm.
6: I would agree yeah the other the other was a solution that uh, I think, think me later did once in an episode in which uh the treasure could be like, uh, split. like a yeah a split between, between all the people that actually won the hunt. That actually seems like a better solution, but I don't know how often would do that to be honest. Well, it, just,
0: it, it, it would just be like anybody who won, and then if you got danged or something, you could still claim it, and then it would say, like, you know, five people won this. But then you have five people splitting 2,315 epics. I mean, at that point, it's not even worth it to me, you know?
6: And it could be like a ranking stuff. Like, the first one gets 25% of the of the treasure, second one gets 20, and so on and so forth.
0: Yeah, but know. then, like oh, in a tier God. four city where they're only winning 1,000 EPICs as it is, I mean, like, you know, that's less than the Fresno.
6: <laughs> <don't> not <know>, true. <laughs> they need to implement, well, that's why it exists like a city here now. Uh, you can implement that maybe in the largest cities. Just uh, ideas <laughs> that are thrown around to try and solve this whole thing that only, small, only a small percentage of players uh, win the, the hunt.
3: I would say um, maybe if they had like a stamina bar or like a fuel bar. I know it sounds a little weird. But basically what they could do, I think the three hour is still pretty good because that that does, I mean, that is still a long time to wait for Spark. But maybe what they could do is they could look at, um, I play like Spirits. Boom. (laughs) Look at this. Live on
0: air. Boom. There's your treasure chest.
3: Nice. So uh, I, I play Splinterlands, and they have a, a pretty good system where if you keep playing your game over and over again, when you win your your rewards, uh, you you will gain a crypto eventually. But if you keep playing all day long, you have a low power chance of getting more because they don't want somebody just like just constantly playing all day long. So maybe they can utilize that in the upland, still have the three hour timers, because the three hour timers are still a, a good blocker in, in many ways, actually. It's probably blocking a lot of people from abusing right now. But um, maybe somebody that's playing four days in a row like me, uh, it, m- maybe I have a better chance at winning a, a better piece of spark if I just play intermediately. Um, but if I play all day long, maybe I'm only entitled to getting like the most basic, maybe like a little box or maybe at the point, Maybe the the second tier. Um, and that would probably be a good way to also help people that are trying to make multiple accounts because again, they're gonna get hit with the same thing. They're not gonna be able to, you know, get all these crazy great rewards because again, you're gonna get stopped. So I think maybe having something like that could I dunno, maybe help out.
0: So well, well I think that I think there should be a cap on how many you can win a day. So I think that you should only be able to win one rare I think you should be able to win two or three exclusives and then you should be able to win as many limiteds as you want. Like, you know, because those go off every 20, 30 minutes or whatever. Mm. And, like, even then, like, then we would see, I think we'd see more uh, Riot Mode limiteds and then it'd be worth it for more people if they could actually hunt and stuff like that. And I, I think that if, like, for me, I know that I've heard... People uh, complain about how much I win and stuff like that. So I do. I have a number, and my number is fifteen thousand upicks. If I can hit fifteen thousand upicks a day, I stop. And all like it, it. It sucks. Like I do stop to give somebody else another chance, but then that just means Dagsy's gonna go win the next fifteen. So like I also don't want to give up and, and let that person go win or let vines go win or, or let that. the 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 guy that we busted this week go win so like i'm torn on it but like i definitely want more people to be able to win and i definitely want more people to be able to win some of the bigger stuff so i definitely think there should be like a monthly cap or there should be something along those lines where it's still worth it it's still worth to hunt but like once you've hit a cap that's where you're at and then you, you know like
6: uh, the problem I see with the cap is uh, it also incentivizes a lot of uh, multi-accounting. Um, what if? Uh, sorry. No. What I was thinking also was maybe a league system. Like, if uh, you have, I don't know, over a hundred competitive wins, you go on only or stuff like that.
0: Well, the, there uh, are yeah. there are treasure hunting leagues, and and there are people that do that.
6: What they could also
3: do, too, is depending on what kind of status you are, whether you're an uplander, pro, director, maybe they have a cap based on that. Because then again, the person that's the uplander that's trying to abuse the treasure hunt is going to be very limited. So I feel like it's also kind of a way to be rewarded in the game. You know, you're you're investing and you should have a little longer of a leash, I
0: guess you could say. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm, I, th- I, I, I think getting that, richer. I, that's all I heard. I, I think
0: having a <laughs> <I'm not rich. laughs> like, like I think having a cap could definitely maybe bring to some multi accounting. But then also like that San Francisco that I just got right now. Uh, that, that I think me later. I don't, I don't know if you know, but I I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I just want we'll, we'll collect it here in a minute. We'll see what it's worth. But like you know, this could potentially only be forty two hundred upx, which you know, don't get me wrong, is great. But if if the cap is uh like let's say one hundred fifty thousand, you know I could play a whole month and not hit that cap. So potentially, you know, like you're gonna get some some really good players that hit their five hundred thousand dollars or, or five hundred thousand upicks the cap, and like they'll be cool with it. And maybe they'll have a multi account. But I definitely think that maybe that also might just Like, let them say, hey, maybe we will give somebody a chance. You you know, like, that's that's some of the best that I've I've thought about for a while. And I don't know how you slow down multi-counters. I don't know how you stop it. And I, like, reporting it is pretty good, but then it's, you know, like, it just, it's going to bring on another one. So I don't think it goes away. But I I definitely don't want to, like, I think I waited around long enough as it is. Like, like I just won this one and I got to wait three hours. It's already ten thirty my time, so the next time I can play is gonna be one one thirty in the morning. I I mean, like, I definitely don't want to have to wait until seven seven thirty in the morning to play again, you know that's for sure
2: and that's what uh a lot of people so treasure hunting came out right around february of 2020 and you could just win back to back to back to bat and that's when the that's when the first uh um whatever you want to call them bots came out that said he gave you the countdown to five and then you have pots for five minute countdowns two minute countdowns there were multiple ones out there and then just two months later they had to roll out another um another change to treasure hunting closer to what we realize today because you had you know the same people winning constantly it was hard to get in and get a win because as soon as one would hit they were on it and then you also had the broken trail so you'd send your you'd announce it five minutes and you would send yourself all over the map and then hopefully your tail caught it so they had to make changes two months in um but
1: that was great. I forgot, I always forget about that phase. I would have loved to have that. We oh. do, we do, have no, you a- would have because your strategy wouldn't work in that because you need it. I mean, yeah, you could keep sending, but you'd have to send to a hundred. Like, you can't compete with somebody who has properties everywhere that I can send to for free. Like, but but if I would have started
0: back then, I'd have a lot more properties where that would have been more beneficial.
1: Touche, touche.
2: And that is something we are working on. I'm just uh, finishing up the material. We'll have uh, under the upland history. We'll have a treasure hunting upland history. So definitely check that out when we release that.
6: Cool.
2: Let Let's see how much this is worth. All are right. You, are you ready?
1: Let's, let's wait. 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 Let's make. Oh, guesses. Ten thousand. And he's donating to somebody. I'm just <laughs>
0: I think it's gonna be forty two hundred.
3: Oh man, it's like two thousand. I was kidding.
0: Ten thousand five hundred.
1: That's, Boom. Wow. Nice. I'm the treasure hunting Nutradamus.
0: 10,500. Look at that. There it is. And if you want to go see, go right now. Go go hit the three little dots. Go to treasure. Go to San Francisco. Go to history. And then you'll see it right there. So it's, it's definitely on the blockchain. too
1: much work to Boom.
0: Done. <laughs> but I definitely want to know what that rare is worth because I, I probably could have won that r- rare. But now it's, let's see. Dagzy just won that rare and it was it was 0. 0.2 spark so he he just won almost a quarter of a spark. And Jeez,
1: is 0.2 spark. Is so Dagzy found
0: Dagzy found it in 25 seconds and I found mine in 25 seconds.
1: Yeah, Dagzy get it. Man.
0: So- I had three cents, 25 seconds is, is what it took me to, to make $10.50. Boom, done. And so, like, I I had another one earlier today for, like, 27 or 28. So, like, I'm I'm over my 15 for the day. And, and like, I've been doing this thing now where uh, I actually want to know when I've – so I want to hit 15,000 upicks a day. And so, you know, that equals X amount a month, and then that equals X amount a year. So I'm actually trying to see when I can hit, like, the, that yearly mark the earliest. So as of right now, I'm on track to, like, by mid-October, I could be done, like, winning 15,000 Epyx by December 31st. So, like, if, I keep, if we get another hunt or if we get, like, another Mother's Day, like, we're going to have a Father's Day, that's for sure. Uh, and we're yeah, probably going to yeah. have a... We're probably going to have a 4th of July. You know, we might have a oh. Memorial Day. So, I mean, like, like those are going to count too. But, like, I'm just talking 15,000 epics a day in exclusives or in rare. If I can hit that, like, I, I, I'm on track to about mid-October to where mm-hmm. I could be done for the year. Nice. Yeah, man. So, so th- th- that's that's the the next thing I, I'm I'm hoping to inspire. Like we see a lot of people now that are taking screenshots of all their wins and like they're they're collecting little albums and stuff, yeah. which I think is pretty cool. Um, but but Nick ne- hey, Dizzy,
1: how much interest do you earn a
0: day?
4: <laughs> do you honestly want to know? <laughs> yes, tell me. With the bonus, I think it's like two hundred eighty-three thousand a day or something. <laughs> <laughs> God,
0: that's, that's insane.
1: Two hundred eighty-three thousand. <laughs> Wait, I was not expecting that number. I don't know what number I was expecting. Maybe we should have wow. done some guesses, huh? It sure as hell wasn't that. Big. Let me let me verify that here real quick. Jeez, old Pete. Let's go. Um, I wanted I wanted Russell to feel a little bit bad that he's wasting his life trying to get fifteen thousand a day. I didn't want my life to feel bad for what I earn every day. Like, geez, Dizzy. Uh two hundred and eighty seven, one hundred seventeen. Jeez, old Pete. Oh, All right, never mind. I'm sorry I asked. Way to way to ruin everything. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, dizzy. You no longer can complain about people winning fifteen. Our number one hunter here is on track to average fifteen thousand upex a day, and he dedicates his life to it. I wasn't complaining, <laughs> and I was I was a little bit more in the
4: spark, but that's uh, yeah, the spark. looks a little sure. different. So
0: well, I mean, I, I mean, I I think fit. I think so. The other thing that I know uh, about treasure hunting, and hopefully this inspires more people to start hunting, is that. Um, before the treasure tiers were adjusted, right? So, so that was uh, the like Mar- like mid March or, or something like that. March thirteenth or something is when they did that. Um, before that happened, I was winning five, six, maybe seven exclusives a day, and like fifteen thousand epics was difficult. Like the, the, that. The, you're winning three thousand, twenty five hundred, you know, and that's even pinatas. And, like, that's, like, a really good pinata. So, I mean, th- like, now that the new tiers came out, like, it's very easy to fifteen, twenty thousand. 20,000. Like, you could win two or three of those. And especially in San Francisco with Riot Mode, that's easy all day long. But if you go to a Tier 2, the, the Tier 2 now is the old Tier 1. So if you go to a tier two now, like a Santa Clara to like a Queens or, or something like that, but, you know, and if you have a little bit of treasure hunting skill, there's no reason why you couldn't pop off three at three thousand each and, and make nine dollars a day, and then maybe get lucky on a stealth or, or maybe get a couple limiteds and, and make up that other dollar. So ten dollars a day isn't a unrealistic goal for anybody, you know. So so I definitely think that that if you if you you know you're if you can't compete in the tier ones, I understand, but the the tier twos, you know, we have no tier threes yet, so the the tier fours maybe, but uh, like Safford was saying, you know, like go to Oakland and go win yourself a couple exclusives. Just get use to winning a couple of exclusives go to go do that and then if you can go to those cities and then you just start you know dominating or, or you start winning those more frequently then go up to a santa clara then go up to a queens and go compete and
1: then you know like like you build your way that way for sure you know yeah so umbrella boys i don't know if we already mentioned this but like it's not just competitive hunts. Don't sleep on the on the grinding on the standard hunts. Anybody here grind the standard hunts? Yes, sir. Yeah. So 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 my
0: I, I, my method is this, is that I have a certain dollar amount that I want to win a month. And, and so 15,000 times, you know, th- like if it's February and it's 29 days, or if it's a month with 30, 31 days, d- depending on how many days are in the month, you take 15,000 times that. I want to win that. And so like in in March, it was like March 11th, I already won the my entire 15,000 for for March. I was done. If I didn't win another treasure in March, I still hit my 15,000 every single day. Wow. So then so then what I did was I jumped over to Chicago where I have my spark map where I do have a a ridiculous amount of, of properties that I've been able to uh, purchase very cheaply and where I don't have to waste all my sends. And so I do, uh, I will fly from Frisco to Chicago and then I'll go grind those out all day long. And you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm probably, there's been a few days where I haven't run out of sends before the reset, but you know, like I, I've, there's been days where, or weeks where, you know, 0. 0.8 Spark isn't unrealistic for me. That's yeah. awesome.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely do the standard hunts. I don't do it all day long, but um, I, I usually will, like, listen to some co- podcasts and then just sort of do... Like the uh, OPEX podcast? Oh, heck yeah, man. Yeah, listen to it's all the kinds UPX of podcasts. podcast,
0: baby. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, I just have that going in the background, and then I'll probably dedicate 30 minutes, maybe 40 minutes, um, and... My my goal is to probably get like point ten, which is not you know it's not a ton, but when it's not a spark week, I I'm I'm totally content with getting point ten. Um, so I usually can make that.
0: Happen. I have a new method for you, and and, and <laughs> I, I'm gonna follow up with you, but but like let let me mentor you here for a minute. Right. So so uh, every day at five p.m. Pacific time uh, is when the sends reset. Is when you can go and win your forty, sixty, eighty, depending on your tier. So, yeah. if you can, if you can recognize, you better recognize UPX podcast. All right, sorry, I'm still on that. <laughs> Anyways, but if if you can win an exclusive and you're in that three hour window where you know you're not going to win another exclusive or you're not going to win another limited because in three hours that send resets. I will then, I'll go and use all of my sends. So, like, if I'm in, like, let's say it's, I went at 2.15 p.m., I know that it's going to be 5.15 p.m. is when I can come back in for the next one. And then that's when that send reset's going to kick. So, I I spend all day... I don't waste any cents that I need to and I, I compete all the exclusives, all the rares that I can. But then when I have that last three hours that, that I've either won or maybe it's an hour some days, maybe it's two hours, but you still have let's say 15, 18 cents, go use them up every day and you know you might not win, but you might pay a, like you might hit one the first one you do and you, you you know turn your sends into spark they're sitting there every day and you know like how many did you not use today 15 cents yeah. could have been 0.4 or 0.04 spark and yeah. those cents you know maybe you spent 6 dollars to go get that that's a cheap amount of spark that you or a, a cheap amount of sends that you get every single day whether you use them or not you can still turn those into spark so you, you know like if you can either win a treasure and then right after that, do a standard right after that. Or if you're within that last two hour, three hour window, go use all your spark and then just wait for the send reset. And then, you know, Call it another day, go go again, but you'll win a lot more spark that way, potentially. Yeah,
3: for sure. Uh, I, I listened to one of your podcasts earlier and you and you mentioned that. Um but yeah, that, that was great advice. But also too, like uh I have a lot of properties and that keeps that keeps my sense yeah Mm -hmm. going for a long time so honestly like yeah um that's kind of a little advantage is even if you just have random properties everywhere i mean that does strengthen your standard hunting and that helps you uh not have to necessarily run out of sends i only have i think 40 sends tier four where i'm at but i usually don't run out because um i usually have those properties to to keep me going
1: what would you say is the best uh city for treasure hunting and we'll wrap it up just real quick Sure. So so I, 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 I starting. Starting. So so if,
0: if you're just starting, I think you had to Bakersfield or I think you had to Fresno. Those are okay. the, the, the the two cities where there's less competition, where you you know, you're not gonna be winning big bucks, but you're well, still gonna be able to... to What one word. Just give me a city. Fresno. <laughs>
1: All right. Bakersfield. You. All right. Fantastic.
0: And, and then and then after that, then you move to, <laughs> to Oakland. Holy shit.
1: After <laughs> Oakland you move What's to up? Santa Clara, then you go What's to San Francisco. You think, uh, you're good. I didn't mute you. I didn't mute you for the record, but but yeah. our staff, best best starters or Zebra, were you gonna say something?
6: Yeah, I would argue Rutherford is maybe the best starting city.
1: Rutherford?
6: Yeah, the smallest so city in the game. Goony? Get out of here. No one wants to go to that
1: godforsaken place. Although, you know what? You're right. No one wants to go to that godforsaken place of Rutherford. So you might be on to something.
6: Treasure hunting, not very costly for sin. That's a way to practice at the start, and then you can move to a different city.
1: That's true. Are we talking about
5: treasure hunting in Rutherford? Yeah. I mean, that used to be really good when I first made a map there, but now it's, like, really hard. I mean, well, even if you use Russell's ways. method, you don't need a map. Yeah, yeah, that's why I've been selling off all my Rutherford properties, because, like, I don't need 80 of them anymore. <laughs> all but, right. Uh, except for, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, uh, Boulder, what's your favorite? Re- recommended starter city to treasure on? I mean, I, I originally would say Rutherford,
5: since that's, like, where I started, and it was really nice there being, like, super easy, close together type of thing. That's actually really smart. I never really thought about it. Thank and you. and then I guess like Spark Week happened, and then like after I guess like yeah one happened and it was really good, and then like lately People I guess. Do not years understand years.
1: the concept of I just want a city name. Oh, Okay, sorry. No, I'm just kidding, Boulder. You you you've yeah. been quiet and and patient the whole yeah. time. So yeah, so then you got uh, Spark Week, and then you got uh, you were like I'm too big for Rutherford. I'm moving on to or, bigger. It's more like I couldn't. I was too small for Rutherford because I couldn't
5: win a spark. I,
0: I, I'm I'm actually surprised by some of the Spark Week. Like, there's people in Fresno that have pulled out .5 out of Fresno, and, and that's with, you know, collecting 20 chests. So, I mean, like, seriously, like, even if you don't think that, that you, you're going to win very much, you can still go to these cities, and any Spark is better than no Spark. You know what I mean? And, like, it's ag- again, it, it's sitting there for free for you. You just got to go and pick it up
3: yeah I would say i would say probably i mean i am in Kansas City I, I don't know if that's the best one to, to do but um it, it's pretty low traffic um I, I'd probably recommend that it's if you're in the middle of it, it's pretty easy to navigate
0: Abdul, no one said Oakland. So I, no. I, I said Oakland is a good one if, if you want to wow. go dabble in, into some exclusives. I, I, I think Oakland is not not too bad. I think Oakland is a lot better than than Kansas City for for border reasons and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Well, there you go.
1: All right, fantastic. Well, that was a good ninety minute hour roundtable. Um, <laughs> ninety minutes. I love it. Ninety minute hour, <laughs> the one hour roundtable, uh, clocking in at just ninety minutes. But hey, if you listen at one and a half speed, boom, there you go, forty five minutes. <laughs> uh, all right. Any closing thoughts from anybody except for Russell? Because we're trying to wrap up the show.
4: Vegas.
1: Vegas. Vegas. Vegas, baby. My my Vegas uh
0: <coughs> treasure collection or, or collection property video is coming out in two days. Go subscribe to my channel. You're gonna get from a local person who lived there my thoughts on what I think collection properties are gonna be. There you go. I I
5: got one thing to say about treasure hunting, you don't want to own itty bitty properties because it gives you like you go to send to it and it's a tiny little strip and you can't land on it. Yeah. That's
1: good point. Well that's why you gotta use Russell's method anyway. And that he... property that, that you gave away on our
0: episode, somebody already sold that to somebody else for like <laughs> three times the money. So <laughs> it's
3: ridiculous, I <right> know. <laughs> well, you're helping the economy. <laughs> there you go. All
2: right, you got anything um, else for us? Thank me later.
1: Uh yeah, I'm just gonna throw this up here. Okay. Uh, yeah. Boom! The Warrior King Bones Balboa coming to LA. That's awesome. The public sale will be uh, at Vegas. Friends and family, you know who you are if you participated in the Encino Eye or you are connected. Um, You will be being reached out by the team. Um, It's over 140 properties. It's going to be an absolute um, monumental build. Um, Lots of really cool stuff, lots of... Uh, big names going to be participating it in, in it. So there you go. The Warrior King Bones Balboa coming to Upland this summer. So
2: and your sonnet uh, gave up watching the NBA Game One Finals to watch the Epics podcast. She posted that Thursday nights are for us, and she put Game One of the NBA Finals off the. So we're better than the NBA Finals, and we do appreciate the That's sacrifices. That's DVR. That's what a DVR is for. <laughs> Abdul, I hope to see you there.
1: Anybody else, I hope, you know, we'll catch up, ping us so we can connect. It'll be fun.
2: Yeah. we, yep, we got to jam travel. a lot of stuff in on that Thursday. I got, um what, 15 hours in Vegas, so we'll make it worth it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it's going to be 15 hours you won't ever forget. I can guarantee that. You, you can remember, do a
2: lot in 15 hours in Vegas. Now. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's
1: true. He won't forget it,
4: and he
0: won't remember it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. All right. Well, everybody, have a good week. We'll be live from Vegas. We will be early next week. So, usually you see us at nine fifteen p.m. Eastern time. We'll actually be on at four fifteen um, Eastern time. Although we week. might
1: be alive because then it'll be we'll be at the cocktail hour. I might stream live. All right. I might live from the cocktail hour. That'd be cool. I'll bring a, will bring my phone and like introduce everybody. So we might do like a live little cocktail hour uh, podcast. Yeah.
2: I'm still there. I don't have to leave cool. for the airport till 10. No so. problem. I got to see all the tech. We'll, we'll have that figured right. out. But until next so, week, we'll sever- see. But yeah,
1: they're super special.
2: Yeah. God. <laughs> I was just going to get us out of there, but go ahead. <laughs> you done? No, that's what I'm saying. Go, uh,
6: grab it okay. up. Okay, all right. <laughs> all
2: right, everyone. We'll see you in the metaverse. <laughs> see you next week.
0: It's the Uphix Pod glad you tuned in got your host thank me later and you're stupid to win might be coming up session as soon as you
1: begin start out king of those street, then lock it iconic in welcome to Offland. grab your Offix, man on your way and the don't hit you with four grand get to
6: buying and gripping then to selling and flipping over to moving and shocking i'm scrooge mcduckin in office